Boom! What up, world? In the words of Vans Canada rider Evan Hay, you already know the bun is brought to you by the one and only Vans, the world's number one skateboarding shoe. To kick off the new year, Vans and Elijah Burrow just released two new colorways of the Authentic Pro, one in all gray and the other in a two-tone navy canvas. Built with Ultra Kush HD sock liners, Vans original waffle outsole, and Duracap reinforced uppers, this Pro Classic model is made to withstand the brute force of Elijah's tough skate style. Adding a touch of Elijah's personal style, the Authentic Pro is customized with unique graffiti hand style stitching on the tongue and shadow plaid on the footbed. God damn, now that I handled that quadruple kink in my Kyle Walkers, I might have to switch over to these Elijah Burrow Authentic Pros. Found a bump to rail on my way over to Studio E today. Nose grind nollie flips, just a matter of time, baby. Donald's been on an absolute tear. His next part's gonna be an absolute barn burner. Sodi 2017, calling it right now. And now, live from Studio E, the bun with Safa and Donovan. Oh shit, yo. Shit is heating up in Studio E. <laughs> yo, it's crazy up in here. It's a barn burner, y'all. That's my new term, barn burner. But Saifa, what about the women and children? Get the women and children out of here. Get them to safety. Shit's popping this week, you feel me? Episode 5. Let's go! <laughs> yo, what's up, world? <laughs> it's a blessed week out here still. You know, the Cavs just got smacked by like 50 points still. You know, we got one of my idols in the skate game, Apple Butters in the building. You know what I'm saying? What else popped this week? Oh, it's Monday, but I guess not much, but it's, it's going to be a good week. Yo, Donald, what's really good this week? Well, as you just uh, broke the news, we got the one and only Mr. Mark Appleyard in the building, Mr. Shell Park, and then as always, finish it up with the rundown. Oh shit, we forgot to introduce ourselves in case y'all was wondering. Yo, I'm the ghost still. <laughs> and I'm D Jones. <laughs> yeah, we got Antoine in a closet somewhere behind the scenes still. <laughs> yo, 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 what? You talking shit, bro? You really talking shit, eh? Yo, I can make you sound like a chipmunk real quick, eh? Yo, I'm the ghost still. <laughs> You're lucky I like you though, bro. Anyways, I'm Antoine, you know. I usually just chill around drinking beer while these fuckers ramble, but. Shout out the Bunt, shout out Vans, shout out Stance, shout out all the people. You gotta be for the people. Oh, one more thing. It's a cool thing. Still, Yo, y'all already know what it is. Go peep our Insta. The boys got spoiled with a fat box from Vans, you get me? <laughs> Yo, I chefed up a storm still. Uh, yeah, the Insta, the Bunt Live, I mean at the Bunt Lives, and uh, our email, sending them questions, them voice notes. The bunt live at gmail.com and yo facebook's got the full version of of that box chefing still which is the bunt baby the oh box chefing. and and subscribe on on itunes all right this week on the show as y'all know mark appleyard damn definitely been wanting to do this one for a long time a canadian in the game killing it sodi you know we always loved his parts and sorry the trilogy coming up ie digital invasion it's a man of many parts and uh, just always admired his style. Apple Butters rides for Globe Shoes, Element Boards, Autobahn Wheels, Thunder Trucks, Grizzly Grip Tape. The man's a true inspiration. One of the dudes who I've probably watched their parts 10,000 times each. You know what I'm saying? Shaped the way I skate. Huge honor and so happy to have him on the show this week. Nothing but love for Apple Butters. And if you didn't know, you're about to find out. Apples has the best laugh in the game. <laughs> Shit, I can't do it, but y'all, y'all will hear soon enough. It's <laughs> so a very special yeah, day in legend. studio. We we got Mark yeah. Appleyard, aka Apples, aka Apple Butters, my dog. Say what's up to the people. Hey, what's up, everybody? They already know what it is. Apples, let's get into it. What's your favorite sports moment and your favorite skate moment? Favorite skate and sports moment? Oh, man, it's hard to pinpoint just one. For just general sports, I like that one where uh, Michael Jordan uh, was golfing and he chipped uh, 
a ball, a golf ball right in. That was tight. Not sure if anyone saw that, but that shit was tight. And then, wait, like skating? I don't know, just everything. There's too much stuff to just... Uh... What about that time when I beat you in skate in front of a drift back in the day? <laughs> was that your favorite skate moment? <laughs> or did, did, did that happen? Uh, uh, no, a, a lot of people beat me at skate. Uh, just kids at demos and whatever sometimes they're double flipping and you know <laughs> dolphin flips come out and damn i you know like i just I, hey i wasn't double flipping dog by the i beat you by the book baby i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so what was it like growing up canadian skating oakville being part of the hamilton beasley park gang and shit take us back now memory lane coming up in canada well you know i was born in oakville and i lived in burlington most of my life uh, and would always go, and I started skating, you know, around 11 years old. My older brother, he's three years older than me. He was into skating before me. So I'd always follow follow him around and go skating. Craig Appleyard, a lot of people know him. And uh, he's got a great backside heel. Man, he still brings it out here and there. He got into skating, so I got into skating. And then there wasn't a whole lot to skate around that little town, Burlington. And uh, Hamilton had... Uh, Beasley Park. It's just that little old park with a quarter pipe and a bowl and stuff. And I just started going there every, every like as much as I could, taking the bus there, just getting there all the time. My mom would drive me a lot. I would go with Sean Mo. He was my he was my neighbor. I got became really good friends with him. I skated a bunch with him, and we'd always go to Beasley and shit. And he had a car. And anyway, just I don't know, man. Just you know, winters sucked indoor, whatever you can find, and just skating Beasley, you know, with the crew that was there, you know, it was kind of like a second family, you know, everyone was, you know, just skating and living that life as much as they could, you know, and you uh, venture into the city very much and get to skate T-Dot a lot? Yeah, yeah, skated Toronto quite a bit, uh, that was always like, you know, the big trip for like our Hamilton crew, you know, Mike Smith would drive we'd probably get like six people in his little like two-door two-door little thing he had and just barge up to toronto skate all day you know and skate with bokma r.i.p that's crazy what happened to him but anyways you know come up there and see there was just you know different parks up there i forgot the name of that one but you know Leela Chez and Weiss and, and Bokma and all those, like, you know, older guys that were skating super rad. They were out there, and, you know, going to Toronto was like going to the big city. So we would just park the car and skate all day and whatever. Yeah, there, there's some stories that you nollie flipped and uh, back healed or varial healed Unitel double, but quickly, for those of y'all who don't know, Unitel is a famous double set downtown Toronto. I think it's like a th- three flat five or something best known for Heathker chart switch backside 180 and this is skateboarding still but yeah never saw the footy we always used to talk about it when we were kids like has anyone nolly flipped this like yeah Appleyard apparently did it like 10 15 years ago can you confirm <laughs> yes uh, I yeah that was that's true man I did do those tricks there I think the the varial heel flip was like a sequence in a magazine but uh, the nolly flip I, I just don't think anyone was filming back then it was it was just like whatever just fucking do it and get it and and like word of mouth was like almost as good as footage back then almost, uh, <laughs> street cred man <laughs> so we never filmed it we were talking about that one for years no one ever knew yeah, I don't even remember who was there, man. I was just a young kid, really just like skating and just like that was a while ago. It's 15 years ago at least, so I can't really remember. But uh, yeah, we did that. I was there. Just, yep. You had one of those Tampa Am come-ups where you went down relatively unknown, I'd say, and then yeah. after the contest, you got on Birdhouse and Audio. How much of a game changer was that for you? Uh, that was definitely a game changer. Yeah, that Tampa Am it was like either 99 or 2000 and uh my brother helped me with some money he had a job and he helped me get there and everything and and i was just like doing my tricks that i would do at the skate park in canada you know i was learning the nolly hill nose on shit and i just had a couple of good days of skating and and like i don't know 
I think it was Mickey Ray's hooked me up on Thunder, which I've been on still to this day since that day. And uh, I got on Birdhouse that day and audio that day. God <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damn. Triple De- threat. Deadly trio. Yeah, so I left there like, okay, shit. And then, <laughs> and then I went back to Canada and I'd get all these packages, but I'd have to pay all the fucking uh, tax on the package. You know how Canada, they oh, send a package the to the States. Yeah. You'll get the package all hyped, then like a couple weeks later, there's a fucking like $50 bill comes along with it. But anyway, it was chill. Did you win Tampa Am? No, I didn't win. I've only ever won uh, a couple of contests, only one pro contest, and it was in Finland, and there wasn't really a whole lot of people there. <laughs> and then, like, a couple ones, like, when I was a kid, like, Beasley contests and, like, other things like that. But uh, contests never really my strong point, you know. I was never really, like, super great at uh, putting together contest runs and, and, and like, landing them and shit. <laughs> yeah. You always seem like more of a best trick kind of guy, if anything. Yeah, like, just give me, like, 10 seconds to try something. I, I tried a few contests through the, you know, years ago, all different types of ones. I was in Street League for the first three years that they uh, started that. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, so you're not itching to get back in there? No. Um, <laughs> those guys are, like, I, I kind of don't belong in there. Those guys are really, they're, like, the best contest skaters, you know, like, they're consistent and they're well trained for that stuff and uh just i just towards the end of them i just started to feel like oh man i really don't need to be in this <laughs> you know yeah well i heard you got five thousand dollars even like just to go and hey man that's why i went to each one of them all nine of them dude i didn't miss a single one dude. <laughs> oh damn yo that's a nice check yo someone do the math right quick that's yo. 45 <laughs> Hey, some of them I'd even have to buy my own flight to, like Kansas City. I was like, all right, I got to get there. And like, <laughs> you know, like $630 plane ticket. I was like, still worth it. I'm going, you know. Yeah. <laughs> still profit, baby. I also heard from uh, our inside source, <coughs> Sean Mo Cough Cough, <laughs> that sometimes you'd get your plane ticket home, like, knowing you wouldn't qualify. So it was like, you just go for the day, skate, get your money, and boogie. <laughs> Oh, almost all of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's amazing, man. Little you just stop five. over for three hours, you know? Yeah. I mean, Say if, what up if, to the if homies. If there was that chance that I was going to make the finals, then you know, I could, then I'd be like, holy shit. All right, let me, let me change this, this flag yeah. real quick. But, you know, <laughs> since it was leaning towards, I'm probably not going to make these finals, you know? I was like, well, let me get in and out. Yeah, call up the airline. That's hey, smart I, business. I just landed the three flip five oh. Uh, I'm gonna need to extend this. <laughs> you uh you rode for Circo when they had one of the best teams in skating. What's your best tour story from the days with uh Jamie Thomas, Cole Cannon, Muska, Chris Cole and the crew? It was a good time when we did that video radio video and we went to, you know, all those we probably went to like seven different European countries and like uh Jamie Thomas. I think I was on, I was on circuit before Jamie Thomas got on. He got on. It was this huge big deal. And then we did this big Europe tour, and I don't know. I just it just stands out because it was like the original circuit that I knew, and we were uh, just like young and traveling all through Europe, skating all kinds of shit. And you guys had a a Transworld cover and like article that was like I had a Transworld subscription at the time. That was like a fucking epic memory. Like I just remember reading that shit. Look like cutting those pictures out, having them on my wall. Fucking Colt Cannon, I think he. What did Colty do? You guys skated that big ass hubba. He like nose grinded some big ass hubba in Zurich, and he like did some all kinds of nose slides and kicked with nose slides in like France on that big one Le Dome spot. <laughs> you guys went ham. Yeah, man. Yeah, and then Chris Cole doing his thing, and it was sick. John Rattray. Yeah. Shouts to Colt Cannon, yo. Coltron3030, Colty Bears. Yeah, shout out to Colt Cannon for sure. He uh, surfs a lot and uh, skates a little bit here and there. And He might have had some kind of injury that kind of held him back from skating some years ago. Yeah, I think I think his doctor fucked up his ankle surgery, which is such a bummer because it wasn't even like anything Colt did. And then he had some heart problems. I hope I'm not misspeaking, but... Oh, yeah. Wow. I haven't talked to him in a in a good little while but uh he's the homie for sure so i hope he's well i'll i'll talk to him i'll reach out to him soon <laughs> yeah he's awesome he used to let me stay with him back up in uh 
Palo Alto where he lives. His dad's a country music singer and his dad's real cool. Big old house. Had a couple parties there when we were younger. I was just floating around when I was younger, man. Just a kid from Canada just like what going where the, the homies like Colt were going or like then I linked up with uh, Jeff and Arto and the boys with Flip and got into that whole thing. Because at first I was moving, I was living, like, when I moved from, basically, I was about 17 years old. And I moved down here. This is after that Tampa Am shit we talked about. Moved down here. Like, just graduated high school. A couple weeks later, like, flew out here to hang with Circa. Because uh, I don't even remember how, how I got on them, but I was already, like, getting flowed shoes so i moved basically down to the team manager who was this guy called ryan reese at the time and i stayed with him uh like a little south of where i am now i'm in huntington beach now but it was this little town and we stayed there for a while and then i started skating a lot and linking up with like jeff and arto and skating with those dudes and brian sumner and a bunch of the dudes that lived in huntington and that's how i kind of got on flip back in the day and that's how i ended up in huntington and I've been here a long time, since like what, like 2002 or something. Damn, yo, you linked up with the cool guys and never looked back, eh? <laughs> yeah, my yeah, it's been a great ride, man. Um, yeah, you know I'm a dad now. Uh, you know, got two yeah. beautiful kids. Yeah, man. Congrats, yeah, I saw you had a second kid. Thanks. Too. Yeah, she's one now. Yep. Crazy. Another baby running around. At least uh, no winters for them, eh? The smartest move you could have made. Yeah, they're both American. <laughs> we have, uh, me and my wife, my wife's from Finland, and uh, and we both have green cards, right, through my skating. We're going to apply for U.S. citizenship and get the passports and the whole thing. And uh, MS, what's up, B? Sounds like you got it all figured out. That's what's really good. Back when you were riding for Circa, Skater of the Year days, killing it in your prime. Probably could have rode for whoever you wanted, but we all know you ended up going to Globe. Take us behind the scenes on your shoe free agency. Well, uh, back then, I was on Circa. I had some shoes, some pro shoes on there, and everything was good. And then, I think I had just gotten Skater of the Year for Thrasher in, in like 2003 there. And I was, and then I started to get uh, like offers, man, like and uh, offers that I couldn't resist, or the offers that I couldn't turn down, you know, like. And I wanted to be a part of Globe and everything, so you know I've been on Globe a long time since that move from Circa to Globe, and uh, and I was part of changing the look of Globe. I mean, we're talking about what year is this? We're talking about like 2004 or something like that. 2005, 2004. And uh, yeah, Globe had a different look than it has now. And they wanted to bring me on board and, you know, kind of help change their look and kind of get some new guys on their team and whatever else they were doing. And uh, yeah, man, it's been it's been good. Um, super stoked on Globe. Uh, good people and super stoked on my shoe over there and everything else and the team and everything. It's been great riding for them. That's awesome, man. Of all the people hitting you up, decided to go with Globe. Fast forward to today, still riding for them. There was all kinds of people hitting me up uh, at the time. I don't even know how much I can talk about it, but like, yeah, I was just got offered some shit that's going to change my life. Fucking A, I'm doing it. So like, I made, <laughs> I made all these moves and I had some good people helping me on my side. And, uh, you know, it was just something I had to do, you know, no, no disrespect to any company in any way or, or anything like that it was just uh you know sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do and that was one of those things and it all it all worked out and i've been happy ever since a smart business decision i mean when some shit like that comes around you just you got to be sensible enough to 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 take that you know and make it happen got a really good thing going with globe and uh once again i love the people uh i love the team and the freedom I have and I get to design my shoes and we have great trips and good communication so I've been a and they've taken care of me for a long time and once again they helped you know helped me come up man and uh I you know I bought my mom a house paid that off cash Woo. 
you know, I didn't come from a family with extra money, you know, just a regular, nice family. Just feel blessed that I was able to, uh, you know, take my thing. Kind of, my mom always reminds me, like, you know, that's like awesome, you know, one in a million, what you did, you know, for the little town in Canada coming up, doing all the shit. So I'm stoked, man. It's uh, pretty much every day I'm, you know, stoked about. You know, everything that's, uh, you know, the, the journey. So we've always loved how over the years, it seems like when you go skate, you'd get multiple clips in one session, but then you disperse the tricks from those clips at one spot over <laughs> multiple video parts. Yeah. Was that a conscious thing? Like you, let's say like back heel, sack triple and nollie back heel in the same day, but then one's yeah. in sorry and one's in really sorry. Was that something you thought about or was it just, you just got the clips? Yeah, and then- I thought about it. I thought about it. I was just like, I was concerned I wouldn't be able to get a video part for the next video that was already planned. Uh, so I was like, let's just save this nollie back heel. And I think I had a different nollie back heel in one of those. Uh, Barcelona Big Four. Yeah, that's it. That's why I kept it. Because when we were looking at it, when we were editing it, we didn't want to have a bunch of the same tricks. The, one of the ideas with that video was like, if it you know like keep it banging and you know like uh, one nolly get a big ass nolly back heel and then you don't really need the other one kind of thing yeah you you did that so much like uh, we watched all your parts just to like kind of you know think of some questions and stuff and it's like in your digital part i had so much of the warm-up tricks for the hammers and like extremely sorry and sorry you know yeah <clears throat> like kick back 50 and back tail that tall ass hubba but then kick back tails and the <laughs> In the flip part, like, yeah, yeah, I was just like trying to do a video part with digital at the same time, and uh, you know, Bill Weiss is the homie. He had that video project digital at the time, and I think there was a little bit of like, oh man, but I got to film for this like really important video, and then, but then there was like, ah, oh, but Weiss is the homie, so like, oh man, you know, so I was like, kind of, I kind of gave him, I a lot of the, yeah, a lot of those like the warm up tricks, but I gave there was some tricks there though that i could have put in those flip videos but the digital part i'm hyped on that oh definitely like that digital part as much as i loved all your flip parts and like everyone in the world loves (laughs) those parts that digital part is one of my favorite parts of all time just because the song i felt went so good and i don't know it's just you know sometimes when the song and the skating work perfectly it's it's one that you remember so even though you were giving them the the throwaway, it was still bangers. Yeah, back then, you know, those videos were popular and Ain't No Sunshine, baby. Yeah. You taking Ain't No Sunshine over every me and every you? I don't know. Mark's been lucky with good songs in his parts over the years. For sure. You guys really like those songs? I mean I like the uh the Ain't No Sunshine one. That's really good. And the other one. I just think the other one I've matured out of the other one, the the uh Every me and every you. It's, it, I think it went good to the part. I guarantee you every kid that was skating around that time downloaded that and put it on whatever MP3 player they had. The band Placebo probably made a few bucks from... Uh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Last for time sure. I did uh, karaoke, they were people were forcing me to do it and I didn't. I definitely didn't want to. I'm like, man, there's none of these tracks I know all the words to. And then I saw that one. I'm like, boom, let's go. <laughs> on. I can nail this one. Yo. Damn, how did that like go? This one for sure. There's no, like 10 funny. lyrics besides every me and every you. So, Oh, yeah. I don't even know the lyrics. That's the dope thing about skating, man. Like any skater can't really answer. Like, what do you listen to? Like, yo, I listen to everything because I listen to all songs and skate videos, which is not just one kind of music. Well, I think we're losing that a bit, though. Yeah, music's not as memorable in videos anymore as it was then when you like watch something a thousand times. Well, back then there wasn't as many videos and yeah. You know, when one big video came out, I mean, I'm pretty sure like everybody saw it, you know. Yeah. It was huge, yeah. And there wasn't even there wasn't even Instagram and all that stuff back then. Yeah, back then it was like I remember my friend Rob got the sorry video and then it's like one skater in the whole school has it and then he'd lend it to someone else to bring home for one night. And we'd all pass it around, like. Yeah, it's funny, man, of how famous uh, we all got from that series of videos. Like, I was on a boat to Morocco with my with my wife. I'm talking about like eight years ago, and some little Moroccan kid knew who I was, and I was like, "Oh, that's just <laughs> that's amazing!" On the boat from Spain to Morocco. Did he come up singing that song? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he probably heard it. <laughs> uh, uh. 
So one question that uh, we've always wanted to know: your long Smith grind down the down the mellow rail in Sorry, someone yells "fuck yeah." Is that you or someone else? No, nah, that was me. I knew it, man. Oh, I told you. I that. thought it was someone else. Yo. Yeah, I get fucking hyped, man. Shit. <laughs> I yell that shit all the time. That, my first instinct was that it was you, and Safer said that he thought it was someone else just because it was the sound seems like it's so close to the camera, but just perfect, yo. Right away, fuck yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I got a loud voice. I, I was just like, was trying to smith that thing, and a couple times I almost sacked it, and it was stressful, so fuck it when i was riding away i was just like hyped and i don't know i, I some people might take it the wrong way but fucking hey you had to be there you'd probably be hyped if you were there because you know whatever <laughs> for sure <laughs> so yeah another i mean if we're gonna do skate nerd questions about your old parts which one's bigger these days than your biceps oh they're probably the exact same as they were <laughs> back then not going to the gym i don't know <laughs> safer either Oh, okay. This one is another random skate nerd question that I always, I definitely never f- remembered to ask you back in the day. But um, when in really sorry, you're trying to kick back lip the uh, LA high rail and your board breaks. Yep. What were you trying? Were you just warming up? Because you like you kick back lip that like way back in the day in one of Rodrigo TX's parts in digital. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I probably was gonna try to shove it out of that oh okay okay i had already cracked the board on on one of the previous tries and the rail's so short and whatever i just thought like fuck it try it anyway i i figured the board was gonna break it was (laughs) it made a sick clip i think and uh yeah it was cool so uh you came up when video parts photos and demos were the main responsibilities of a pro skater nowadays on top of that there's instagram the barracks youtube street league and uh so many outlets, even whack-ass podcasts like ourselves. <laughs> do you ever miss the simplicity of being a pro back then, or do you embrace this new age skate industry era and all the random extra responsibilities that come with it? Uh, I'm shit. I guess I'm embracing it. I, you know, I'm on Instagram. I was a little late to uh, understanding that, but but I've been on that for a few years now, and I, I keep it pretty skate on there. I post mainly skate stuff on there. But yeah, I grew up when it was like taking fucking sequences with fucking rolls of film. Photographers getting fucking pissed off because they just <laughs> they they just lost fucking ninety seven dollars on fucking twelve rolls of Kodak, <laughs> and you didn't get your trick. And if you do get it, then you gotta hope that that shit develops all right. The fucking seven days later or whatever when you see it <laughs> and videos filming shit you know with like just like fucking video cameras with the you know i don't even know what you call them high eight or something back then whatever it was and then into the vx 1000s and, and then wherever it went from there yeah digital photos came along but uh yeah you know i'm, I'm pretty adapted to it now i guess you know so I'm just happy to still be skating, be healthy, and uh, I'm 34 now. I've been skating since I was 11. I try not to jump down anything too big these days, but I still, you know, give her. But I'm having a lot of fun with skating, man. Skating's great. A good thing you grew up skating the Beasley Park. You know what I'm saying? You get to age gracefully with them transition skills. You feel me? Yeah, the transition skills have saved me, you know, when big rail skating and death-defying stuff was in for a hot couple of years there, I was like, oh, I tried to get down with it, but damn near ripped my leg off on some shit, and, and I was just like, ah, man, I'm going to stick with, like, nollie flip crooked little rails, and, and uh, <laughs> you know, you can. there's plenty of ways to get uh, creative. You know, this, this, skating's awesome. There's so many just fucking sick things you can do with it. Them Nolly Big Spins, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, French Matt, who uh, put me onto those Nolly Biggies back in the day at the uh, Burlington Skate Park on the old Jasco quarter pipe. It had Jasco spray painted across it. But anyway, he was doing these like ride up at Nolly Biggies, catching them. And I saw him do that. And I've seen him since. A few years ago, I saw him, and I was, we, were, we were laughing about how he he was like the OG Nolly Big Spin dude. 
<laughs> That's sick, man. You've probably got the second most use out of the Nolly Big Spin in your career out of any skater other than Cody Mack, yo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, it's a great trick, man. Easy on the knees. Yeah, but I tried to, if you're going to, I tried to Nolly Big Heel that Makwa once. You know, I think it was in one of those videos and did the splits whacked my knee that shit hurt over the years a lot of your legendary teammates uh, have started brands or been part of like brand ownership the jeff rallies uh the jamie thomases is that something that ever crossed your mind or that you've thought about doing yeah uh i've, I've thought about starting companies like a clothing company or something like that but i just uh don't know if i have the time I don't know if I really want to, so I'm just not gonna right now. But you know, one day. But uh, for now, it's just uh, I'm working with good people. You know, Globe and Element. You know, Thunder, Autobahn. I'm just I'm happy. You know, got a good thing going, and I don't want to. I you know, one day I will. I do art, and I I always envision that on clothing, and uh, I'm always thinking of like a cool name for it. But you know. The pieces are all coming to me. When, when they all come to me, I, I think I will start my own company and put something together. That's dope, man. Looking forward to it. And uh, you know your boy's <laughs> expecting a box, fam. Yeah, yeah, you have I a got company, you, man. I got you. <laughs> what are you asking for? <laughs> uh, I mean, if you potentially ever create something, <laughs> you'd, you'd like, to, you'd like a piece. Yeah. Send you a package. <laughs> That's essentially what he's saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you haven't asked for anything for a couple weeks now, so... It's getting to you, eh? Hey, man. Mark's my Mark's my dog back in the day. A drift life. Ask for some help with those regular tray flips, maybe, though. <laughs> That'd be nice, too. Yes, you went through like a nice car, nice watch kind of phase, BMW life. What's good these days? You still stunting in them streets? Uh, nah, fuck, I don't even know. My life's changed quite a bit, man. Yeah, I definitely wasted some money. I would look at that shit as kind of as a little wasteful. I don't know, I, but not really because I have I always enjoyed. I had some nice cars. I still have nice cars. Nothing too crazy, but definitely, you know, waste. I definitely. Fuck, man, I've had, like, fucking 12 or 15, like, fucking different Beamers, Jags, fucking, like, if you add them all up in, like, kind of a short period of time, I've had, like, a lot of different cars. I would drive them for seven months to a year and then just take it back to whatever the fuck dealership I felt like going to, <laughs> whatever I was into at the time, and then just go and pick up some new shit. Because I was into it. I guess I look back on it like, damn, there, go, there, there went a couple hundred grands for sure. When, you know, I could have had just one good-ass car, but always wanted to switch it up for some reason. But I don't know, man. I got good car. Bought my wife a good car. We're probably going to keep them for a long time. And uh, you know, got this got this house, moved into a couple of years ago and two kids now, so I gotta start being less frivolous with the ducats. <laughs> Nolly flip back fifty clipper. I heard you've done it multiple times and you tried Nolly flip back five oh. What's the story there? Oh yeah, yeah. I only Nolly flip fifty it once where my both trucks got into grind. Uh, I think I like Nolly flip rode down it once or twice before I got the Nolly flip back 50. And uh, I've been back there probably two or three times to try that Nolly flip 50. I mean, Nolly flip 5.0. And uh, just, I just didn't get it. I think it's still skatable, so maybe I'll get it in the future. But uh, I've tried it. I'm going to... Fuck it. If I'm up there again, I'll try it again. Is it still skatable? I think Clipper's dust, isn't it? I don't know, man. I after this after I thought it was gonna be dust, I saw like a sequence on it. I think they put a rail on the. Like, I think they put a kinked rail next to it. Like because I thought Thrasher like had that contest there because it was gonna be done. Something like that. It 
it might be in the process of being taken out or or maybe they're not going to let people skate it i don't know but uh you better get up there bro running out of time <laughs> so uh what's next for mark appleyard uh just you know just uh skate stay alive stay away from the beamer dealership yep stay away from the dealerships <laughs> stay away from the dealerships uh yeah, and just uh, just really enjoying, you know, just my family, my two kids, and uh, and skating. A video part for the Element video uh, later on in the year. A video part for that. I don't know. I'm just trying to skate. I'm trying to film when I can. I'm, you know, I'm just trying to be an awesome dad. I'm trying to skate. I'm trying to film. I'm just trying to do all that thing. So, so maybe a little clothing brand, you know, a little box for the homies up north. <laughs> All right, y'all know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? Got one of my OG inspirations, Mark in the building for Rapid Fire. My man who moved down south like a smart nigi. You ready? Yeah. Favorite skater? Jeremy Ray. Favorite video? Secondhand Smoke. Favorite video part? Oh, man, favorite video part is probably John Cardiel in Sight Unseen. Favorite style? Stevie Williams. Most talented skater on planet Earth. Shane O'Neill. Favorite trick? 360 flips. Nolly flips. Hardest trick for you? Hardest trick for me? Switch 360 flips. Damn, B. I might have to give you a little <laughs> trick tip one of these days. I know. You got him, huh? <laughs> Most illegal trick? Maybe those booger slides, but I mean, no one's really doing those. Booger slides, for those who don't know, that's like any blunt slide where it's not on the edge. Like blunt slide the middle of a picnic table or something. Donovan, I've never done one. Donovan Don't mastered those back in the day. <laughs> Favorite clip you've ever gotten? That tray flip from one bowl to another bowl in Australia. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed? Either Arto when he switched front board slid the 16th there, Hollywood High. And then more recently, like Nija, like crooked grinding this like 18th stair rail in France. The uh, McCrank rail? Yeah. He took a pretty hard slam on that, but he knew how to deal with it. And then I think it was next try he did it. Jeez. Landing juice of choice. Water. <laughs> Coconut water. Coors Light. Worst bunt of your career. I can't remember one off the top right now, but uh, I've been on some situations where I've wanted to uh, bunt out, but uh, I just like wanted to come up and get the shit done. That I just like tried some shit that was like pretty damn scary like that gap back lip back in the day that shit was pretty darn like almost like feeling like a little out of my realm like whoa what you doing like you might be able to you don't <laughs> want to get hurt on this fucking big ass back lip like but it felt great to do it that might have been one of the most victorious feeling right for me because it was like a pretty big thing and and you know daniel harold's third the infamous photographer was there and he was on a ladder and you always got to worry about if you're getting kicked out or not. It's shit was at like a post office and shit. And uh, for me, I think that was probably one of the more like, you know, bigger kind of things that I did. Grinded a couple double kinks, whatever's, but you heard it here first. No bunting. Appleyard doesn't bunt. He just conquers that fear and rides away like a boss. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was just, you know, I was willing to just, uh, you know, I was just, I was trying to step up. I was trying to get it done and uh, like, whatever. <laughs> I was trying to make a better life for myself, man, through skateboarding. <laughs> Hell yeah. You hear that, kids? When, you, when you're trying to film that shit for your Instagram, just think about Appleyard, yo. <laughs> Uh, but remember to have fun and don't do don't do too much. I mean, don't do shit if it's like too damn crazy. Like you know, do what do you. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the one trick that got away? The nollie flip five zero that I'm too lazy to fucking drive up to San Francisco and deal with that cold weather <laughs> and everything else. And, uh, um, yeah, nollie flip five zero on Clipper. Favorite local brand? Grizzly grip tape. Favorite local skater? Desenzo. Ryan Desenzo. Favorite teammate ever? Shane Cross. Worst company? Skate Stoppers. Last person you want on the sesh? Someone with a Razor scooter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How'd he get on the sesh, dog?
All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up our interview with Mark Appleyard. My man, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Yeah, you're welcome. No problem. Yeah, man. I'm waiting. Can't wait for your company to, you know, be created. You know what I'm saying? I'll be decked out right quick. Yep. The shit's going to be dope, man. The shit's going to be good when I, when I get it going. No, but real talk, Canada misses you, dog. Toronto, you got to come visit us. It's been too long. Yeah, I'll, uh, shit, I'll be back around there, you know? I mean, yeah, wait, definitely wait a few months. It's fucking freezing, but. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of that cold weather. So I'll, you know, if, if I'm going to visit, it would most likely be in the summer. Yeah, yeah, get some Dunbat sessions in. Last time you moved here for the summer, you fucking got a cover of SBC in like a 20 page interview. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was productive. Had a good time. Had a good time. Hell yeah. Thanks, Mark. Thank you so much, man. All right, you guys. Uh, now that the interview's over, sad to see Mark Appleyard go. We gonna miss the dog, but it's time to get into the post office. The post office is brought to you by our good friends over at Time Bomb Trading. And this week, we're talking about the groundbreaking release of the SLB Mid. The sneaker was originally based on the Air Jordan 4 and was created by the skate icon Salvador Lucas Barbier in 1996. The reissued model possesses the same attributes as the original, boasting high-quality leather with suede side panels, a flexible rubber outsole, and a STI open-cell foam insole for unrivaled comfort. They got our boy Wade D stunting in them streets and them things. You've got mail. All right, first email coming up from Mike Henry, Markham Local. Yo, what up still? We all know how important a soundtrack is to a skate video. Some might say it makes or breaks the video. Doesn't matter how dope the skating is sometimes if the song doesn't gel, we're just not down with the video even though we respect the skating. So my question is, what are your guys' top three skate soundtracks? The ones where you found yourself putting them songs on infinite repeat. Anyway, yo, Safe and Dono, keep killing the podcast game, you heard? See you homies at the loft soon. Peace. Right, I'm just going to start by saying this isn't my top three, but these are three that came to mind because top three would take forever to actually think about. Yeah, we just had to take a quick intermission there. Quick brainstorm. I'm going to go with Dying to Live. Such a good soundtrack. Chris Cole's song had that one on repeat on the MP3 back in the day. That Alice in Wonderland track, Lindsay Robertson, amazing. Rat Race track. Every track is just so memorable in that video. Uh, my mom got me that VHS for Christmas, so definitely fucking watch that video a million times. Next up, I got In Bloom, another video that came out around then. Uh, a lot of instrumentals, but they were sick. Super memorable. Uh, P-Rod's beat was amazing. Mikey Taylor's beat was dope as hell. Evan Hernandez, that song's probably whack if I listen to it now, but at the time I loved it. The montage with Tosh and shit in it was sick. And then last but not least, 41163, Ooh. baby. Rock Nation, Jay-Z. But my favorite track in the whole video was Mac Bitch. Scott Kane's part, one of my favorite parts of all time. Go search that up on YouTube, baby. That was, that was the one when he was skating those, uh, what were those navy blue vans that you always rocked? Ooh. Yo, sponsorship works, yo. Scott Kane skated these uh, blue... Estilos or something? Estilos, I think they were called, and I bought three pairs in a <laughs> row, man. Trying to get my Scott Kane on. Schoolyard lines he did in those were nasty. Beanie Siegel. All right, I'm going to say... Uh, Number three be Mosaic. Definitely listen to a bunch of tracks from that, but number one was Dill for sure. Definitely had that on my CD Walkman, you know, when that when them shits was fresh. Number two, Sight Unseen. Yeah. Tosh Townend, Heathcote Chart. That's an easy one. And for number one, I couldn't pick just one, but whoever was behind the music at On Video, you killed it, bro. All right, next up, we got an email from Working Class. It's a skate shop out on the East Coast. Hey guys, wanted to start off by saying I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Keep up the great work. Oh, thanks, man. My question to you guys is, which skate shop had the biggest influence in your lives and why? First off, I just want to say shouts to my boy, Justin Alain. Homie forever. Nicest guy on the planet. Opened his own shop. I'm so proud of you. Keep killing it. If you're on the East Coast, uh, more specifically, if you're in New Brunswick, Moncton. And your name's not J-Rock? <laughs> Working class store is the place to be, baby. They got all everything you need, you feel me? So for me, the skate shop that had the biggest influence on me, 
hands down a drift skate shop uh, still ride for them to this day my very first sponsor <clears throat> nothing but love Lindsay westfall owned it back in the day hooked up me aiden and um jacob williams then fast forward to fucking now jacob owns the shop couldn't be more proud of him and uh always have a special place in my heart love a drift yeah, definitely heavy shout out to a drift i definitely have a couple that i need to shout out definitely be Hogtown on the Danforth. that was the first shop i ever went to so shouts out to them and then definitely perception common ground shred central for sure esner and jimbo at drift as well but if i had to pick one i'm definitely gonna go with uh fucks tough man tough uh i'm going with shred central definitely spent a lot of hours in that shop skating out front skating inside jimbo uh as much as a big a dickhead as he is you know he's, <laughs> he's a great guy so uh definitely i think uh he did a lot for all of us as kids definitely growing up downtown toronto gave us a little spot to hang out so mad respect to uh mike esner and jimbo jack little kids growing up in the streets of uh downtown toronto that was our uh, safe haven for sure echo those sentiments as well i mean if if the question was name all of them i would have shouted everyone out like you but just pick one but i did i picked hey, one fucking love those guys and i love those times and i miss miss uh, the skate park and the shop definitely miss getting yelled at by jimbo for sure <laughs> don't ever put your shit behind the counter yo unless you're tom morrison you smell <laughs> all right so our last email actually is uh coincides with our first audio note so we're gonna hit y'all back to back email coming from dana erickson the good homie yo enough respect brothers Pouring some Dunkin' Donuts out for you guys in spirit of you getting temporarily frozen for the winter. What's up with you guys? Slash, what's up with Wade Bunning on the street reports? Forbidden 14. Oh, what's up with me? Well, no. since you asked, uh, you know, I'm just chilling right now still. You know, nah, nah, I'm just playing. Here's part two. Voice note from the one and only turtle himself, the Smith, Morgan Smith. At the Bunt Live. Big safes, big dawn, what's good? Just wondering where the Wade in the streets segments have gone. The people need to know what's going on in the streets. I am more than willing to replace Wade in the streets for the time being if he is unable. Thank you. Goodbye. Great show. You guys are fucking killing it. Damn, yo, we, uh, us two are definitely uh, missing out on the weight in the streets too. Unfortunately, up here in Canada, it's a little too cold to skate outside, so we actually aren't in the streets. We had a little uh, trial run of potential weight in the loft reports, but uh, Cody Brown got a little too aggressive when uh, attempting to answer the question, so we had to <laughs> shut that down real quick. All right, next up, we got a little voice memo ting from Kyle Sadowski. Let's take a listen. What's up, the bunts? Kyle on the streets, the original in the streets reporter. Uh, my question is uh, if you could skate with anyone in the world, who would it be and why? And uh, make sure to give me a follow on Instagram, just fucked. Okay, peace, I guess. I don't know. Well, luckily enough for myself, you know, I get to skate with the one guy in the world who makes my session just uh, that extra special. His name is Keith Ostizo, and if any of you guys are uh, lucky enough to skate with the wrecking ball in your life, you'll know why. But if I'm picking a stranger, I'm definitely going Lil Wheezy. Yeah, I'm trying to see those uh, those rock fakies go down, baby. <laughs> yeah, enough respect. Similar to you, I already get the skate with the one dude that fucking makes me laugh nonstop. That's Chad Dixon. Go back to episode three if you want a little laugh. Uh, love skating with Chad. Mitch Barrett, too. And then uh, if I'm picking a stranger, I got to go with Ashad Ware. Massive, massive fan. His demo footage just looks insane. Obviously, his street footage is insane, but it looks like he's like Energizer Bunny Tang. It would just be sick to uh, witness that in person and uh, get down with another Nike brother. You feel me? <laughs> yo, if anyone knows a shot, yo, send them our ways. We're trying to interview that motherfucker. All right, moving on. Oh, speak of the devil. We got a little audio note coming up from our boy Keith Ostizo right now. Hey, yo, what up? Safe on Dono at the Blunt Live. It's Keitho here, uh, first time caller, long time listener, <laughs> stoked on everything you've been doing, never miss a week, Donald knows what's up. Uh, I figured I would flip the script on you guys and hit you with a quick rapid fire for each of you. You ready? All right. Favorite skater? Rob Welsh. Brian Wenning and Paul Trepp. Favorite trick? Nolly flip. Switch tray. Favorite spa in Toronto? Uh, I don't really like street spots, but I'll go with the pond. I got done, but y'all know I'm soft. Favorite Toronto skater on the sesh? I already blasted you, Keitho, in the last question, so 
It's definitely got to be my boys, Wade D and, and Cheddar Codes. I'm going to go Morgan Smith, Cody Brown. Who knew we both love skating with Cody's grumpy ass? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Worst person on the sesh. <laughs> Let's hear it. Respects. Keep doing your thing. You know I'll be listening. My answer never wavers. Nikki Young. <laughs> Neither does mine. Joel Scullard. <laughs> Thanks, Tizo. Flipping the tables on us, eh? Shit. All right, next up, we got a voice note from Bob from Montreal, whoever that is. Could be Isis. Could be Bob. <laughs> Last name, possibly LaSalle. What up, Safe and Donovan? Bob from Montreal here. Long-time listener. First off, I just want to say that I love the show and that I think that you're both just delightful. I got two questions for you. Number one... What's your favorite Chris Cole video part and why? And number two, if Isis held a gun to your mother's head and forced you to do a grab trick down a 14, what would be your go-to? Favorite Chris Cole part? Shit, B. You know I gotta go with Dying to Live. Why? Because the track was blessed and he was fresh off his transformation to the Hesh. You know what I'm saying? Looking crispy out there. Heavy wristbands. Kickback nose blunt, pushing the barriers of Nar. Uh, mine's definitely going to be his uh, never been done part. Mostly <laughs> released on the barracks. God Along damn. with his new DC shoe. Some of those tricks, man. Like, I just try and take my skating in that direction. Yeah. I'd love to get Chris Cole on one day and everything, but goddamn, Some tricks have never been done for a reason, eh? They look like <laughs> ass crack. <laughs> But no, nah, Mad Love, Chris Cole is one of the best to ever do it. Right, come on now. Nah, 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 nah. All jokes aside, I'm definitely going with 4 and one Issue number 40. It's, uh, what do they call them? Wheels of Fortune? Yep. Chris Cole, Wheels of Fortune. Heavy middle part with the undercut. Got the kits right. It's no brainer, dog. Real talk. Shouts to Chris Cobra Cole, baby. As far as which grab I'd do, <laughs> yo, you know your boy Indy Grab Commerce 10 back in the day. Oh. Indy grabbed Indoor Scotia 9. Yo, what's another five or four stairs? You feel me? Take me to your nearest 14 stair. I'll Indy that bitch real quick. So my first thought was Indy as well, and then Sabre took that, and I was thinking like Melon maybe or hit it with a nose grab. But then I thought if I have to ollie any higher in the air than a 14 stair already is, there's no way I'm going to ride away from it. Way too big, and I, I'm not very aerodynamic for <laughs> jumping. So I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the bunny hop, little Darrell Stanton thing. Get me down there nice and safe. Make sure the the board stays on my feet. Damn, yo, you grabbing your nose and tail or the middle of the board? Fuck, you think a cannonball is, dog? Wow. Nose and tail. What's I've never seen you do a bunny hop. That's crazy. Oh, I, I just called it a cannonball. Yeah, bunny hop. I got bunny hops, no problem. I would way rather run the. Uh fucking the pat like method early grab but. i can't method though that's what i'm saying like i don't have many grabs you, Real you have an ex no, extensive neither, neither do i we're too yeah. tall to reach down and grab our boards exactly. well thanks for that fucking uh weird ass voice memo whoever you are bob from montreal <laughs> keep them coming daggies bin laden from montreal it's a wrap yo that's a wrap boys just like chuck said in the dime video It's that time, y'all. Hey, hey, the skateboard world source for sports. The rundown, baby. Shit was popping in all them leagues this past week. What's on the menu these days, Dons? It's my favorite time of the year for sports. The NFL, heavy in the playoff season. NHL and NBA, they halfway. Shit's heating up. Playoff race is getting real. We talking NFL divisional round. Let's get it. Right, yo, we putting our NFL knowledge to the test. Me versus Dono, you know what I'm saying? Rookie fan versus seasoned veteran. Let's see how we fared. Seahawks 20, Falcons 36. One point for who? Don Cron. You blessed me. You know, obviously I wanted to pick the Falcons too, but yeah, sure you, did. you know, <laughs> Julio Jones, don't need that Matt Ryan. It's a mad thing. It's a well-oiled attack over there. The Atlanta Falcons. Matt Ryan, 26 for 37, three touchdowns. It's such a balanced attack, man. Coleman, 57 yards on the ground. Freeman, 45. Freeman actually led the team in receiving with 80 yards. 
Geez, I ain't trying to head to Atlanta with Future on the sidelines playing them. <laughs> real talk, real talk. Moving on, we uh, both agreed that this game we couldn't pick because it wouldn't be fair. New England 34, Houston 16. Brock Osweiler is straight trash, throwing picks left, right, and center. Uh, that was a snooze fest if I've ever seen one. One thing I did pick up off this game, though, man, that Houston D is for real. You coming into Gillette Stadium, you going to Foxborough, and you trying to keep the, you trying to keep a close game with Tom Brady, man. If I was them, I would be extra cheesed dealing with Brock. You know, trust me. I I watched I think the first half of that game before I was over it. I felt terrible for that defense, man. They fucking stopping Tom Brady at the goal line, fucking multiple times, putting in bare work. You got your Hopkins running his routes like a star and you just got this scrub fucking brock throwing the ball like to anyone but his own teammates it is inexplainably bad throws like it's not like too high fucking throwing them at their knees behind like, the guy it, it's you know it's bad man they're He's gonna the week r.i.p brock osweiler <laughs> moving on you know your boy had to pick the bad man green bay packers 34 dallas 31 in what's by far been the most exciting game uh, in these playoffs. You know your boy had to pick, right? The Ghost, 1-1, baby. What do you got to say about that game? What I have to say about that game is that, you know, two words come to mind when I think of it. It's going to be a good old-fashioned barn burner, baby. (laughs) It's a barn burner. That's my my new word these days. (laughs) It's actually two words, but yeah, that works too. Grab the kids. Grab your wives and get them down to Jerry's world because Aaron Rodgers put the place on fire, man. You know, I actually wanted to cheer for Green Bay too. Like it was my pick, obviously, but got stuck with the Cowboys. Somehow found myself pulling for them. Should have put Tony Romo in. <laughs> I, yo, I just want to say respect to Dak. They were down 21 to three. I thought it was a wrap. I thought it was a blowout. Kept his composure. Got them right back in the game. Uh, he's got ice in his veins for a youngin, and the future is bright. But at the end of the day, woo, Aaron Rodgers had to go left, 36-yarder to Cooks. Next thing you know, oh, Cook. Next thing you know, it's a little field goal thing for the man I drafted. You know, Novak, <laughs> casual. I mean, Crosby. Oh, no, Novak. <laughs> but, man. Yeah, what can you say? I Like, a lot of people are giving Dak and Zeke uh, a hard time. But, yo, let me tell you one thing. They don't play defense. And the only thing I can uh, criticize those two for is maybe not giving uh, Zeke enough run. I mean, I, th- I think he should have ran upwards of uh, 30 times. The guy's getting six yards of carry against his team. Every two yards, they're getting a first down. How you beat Aaron Rodgers? You keep him off the field, man. Jason Garrett, the head coach, you're done. I said that name, <laughs> and now you're done. <laughs> Get this sneaky out of there. He doesn't know what he's doing. They spiked the ball. They gave Aaron Rodgers 30 seconds. They asked for it, bro. They asked for it. That's real talk. How many times did I comment while we were watching the game? Why is he throwing deep balls? Why is he throwing it's not so his much? Game. It's not you, his game. It's you the, said it num- a, a number of times. It's the Zeke train over there. I don't know why they went away from it, but they could have won that game easy. Hey, not easy. Easy, but they could have won the game, and they at least it should have went to overtime. Yeah. All right. So we tied up one-one. <laughs> who who is the genius of the week? This is the <laughs> toughest game to pick, man. You know what I'm saying? I picked the Steelers. 18 points. Kansas City, 16. I had the first pick. Dono was feeling nice with his his KC pick, and he said he would have picked them even if he picked first. What you got to say now, baby? It's field goal city out here. I got to say one thing. In Pittsburgh, they're adding a new B to the three bad Bs. It's the four bad Bs. Chris Boswell (laughs) with the boot of sin. What a shitty game, man. I ain't trying to watch field goals. You got Lev Bell. You got Antonio Brown out there. Kansas City should have won. Holding call was definitely holding on the two-point. But, I mean, just mental errors by the team. Travis Kelsey's a hothead, bro. He's got to chill. Causing penalties that we don't need. I mean, it was there for Kansas City to win, and they left it on the field. Big Ben wasn't on his A game, but... He's on the road. He's obviously not on his A game. That's true. But, yo, don't don't mention my boy Le'Veon Bell. You feel me? Oh, he killed it again. For a first-time player in the playoffs, he Last has week. a new record. In his first two games. In his first yeah. two games. 237 yards, I believe. Yeah. What can you say about this guy? I mean, it's got to be 
so annoying to watch when you're going against them. Like, I haven't cheered for the Steelers. Usually never do. But damn, that guy's special. All right. So now we're down to the final four. Man, this season's been it's been a wild ride. Some fantasy ups and downs. I think uh, me and Safer are pretty close here. I went 4-0 last week. He went 2-1 this week. So it's 5-2. <laughs> not really close at all. Wow. But, but uh, so this, this is what we're doing, man. We got Pittsburgh, your Pittsburgh Steelers against my New England Patriots. Are you okay with taking the, the Steelers? They playing in Foxborough? Of course. I mean, I'm trying to not be biased, but what kind of fucking Sunday would it be if you were cheering for the Steelers and I was che- cheering for the Patriots? Wouldn't be right. I got to go with Big Ben and his big ass face, Lev Bell and Antonio Brown, yo. Let's get it. Steelers, baby. This one's too easy, bro. You coming to my house, playing the New England Patriots, bro. We about to leash Legarrette Blunt on your ass this week. So we got one game left. We both agreed to take our our own teams in the last one. We got the Green Bay Packers and the Atlanta Falcons. And this, my friend, is definitely gonna be a game for the ages. High powered barn burner, baby. <laughs> I didn't think you were gonna say it. It's obviously gonna be a barn burner. Get the women and children out. We it's are gonna flaming out here. Flip a coin right now. And uh, winner decides. All right, I got my good Canadian quarter out here. You know what I'm saying? We got Queen Elizabeth II on one side and that good old-fashioned Canadian caribou. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with heads, baby. Woo! It's a caribou thing. <laughs> All right, pressure's on you, man, because I don't think... Uh, I'm good either way. Fucking hell, this is so tough. I need an injury report on on Jordy Nelson, man. He's done. He's probably not playing. <sighs> this guy's calling the, for injury reports. The bad man came through for me huge. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ride <laughs> with the Falcons, baby. What? Matt Ryan. Time to shut up these haters. It's in... No one's hating. Who's hating on it, who? Wait, is it in Green Bay? No, it's in Atlanta. It's in... A, yo... Julio Jones, Taylor Gabriel, yo, Matt Ryan, let's get it done, baby. The law firm, Coleman and Freeman. It's a wrap, it's a fact. Steelers and Falcons. Shouts to future, baby. Let's get it. Well, hey, got a loss for words here. (laughs) I definitely thought I was going to be cheering for Atlanta, but it's never a bad day when you're cheering for the bad man. And I mean, Olivia Munn's probably taking good care of him, healing up his wounds at home. It doesn't matter who's catching balls out there. Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, Devontae Adams, Geronimo Allison, all right, Jared all right. Cook. Okay, cool. Ty Montgomery, 2-0. and <laughs> All right, B. Picks are set. <laughs> Let's fucking get it. Stay. All right, yo. Enough of this football bull-ish. Let's move it to the hardwood, baby. <laughs> all right, time for them NBA quick hits. Let's see what we got. This is always something popping in this league. And uh, started off, there was another fight. We had John Wall going up against Jay Crowder. <laughs> Who are you taking? Crowder all day. Are you kidding me? But John Wall got the last laugh. Put his fucking hands on his face. Got a little slap in. Quickly separated. Typical NBA. Soft ass fight. I think Jay Crowder's a bit of a, a fake tough guy, man. I don't think he's built that life. <laughs> Next up, Warriors throttle the Cavs to tie up the season series. Predicted it Monday morning. Nick, if you're listening, you already know what the fuck it is. I put it out there. I said Warriors blow out at home. It is what it is. And uh, it was a it was a balanced attack. No one fucking went off. Everyone was dropping 20. They fucking won by like 40 points almost. Cavs, good luck, baby. It's gonna be a long final series if you see the if you see the Warriors. <laughs> Next up, we have we're gonna talk about the king of the fourth, the little man. Isaiah Thomas averaging 10.1 points per game in the fourth quarter, the highest over the last 20 years. How's the little man get it done? Hey, man, it's time for people to stop sleeping. Isaiah Thomas in the last two, three weeks has not only solidified himself as an all-star, but he's top five in the MVP conversation. The shit he's doing at 5'9 is just stupid, but regardless of height, even if he was 6'6", the numbers he's putting up, the wins he's stacking up for his team in the fourth are incredible. Dropped like 52 last week, then dropped like 20 in the fourth the other day. His team's winning. Avery Bradley out of the lineup. There's like Amir Johnson, Zeller, all these dudes in and out of the lineup. It don't matter. The little man's in there doing damage, and it's definitely time 
for everyone to start tuning into these Boston games because it's something really special to watch right now. And uh, last up, I'm going to put a smile on your face right now. Oh, is Kobe coming out of retirement? That would put a frown on your face. Joining the Cavs? I mean, oh, oh, I mean the Warriors? Oh, for that closet Cavs for the fan chip. in the building. I always knew. But uh, no, Nikola Jokic, man, how do you start the season so poorly? And the man is on fire right now. Oh, man, that's putting a huge smile on my face. See what I did there? Not that y'all care, but drafted man's in the fourth round in our fantasy league. He's putting up like first, second round value these days, man. (laughs) But no, fantasy aside, he's a gem in basketball. He also has potential to be a multi-time all-star. I've never seen a sophomore big so skilled. Uh, They run their offense through him. This man's averaging like five assists a game since he like start started starting over uh nurkic trifas proud of yourself uh, he's that, aren't you? he dropped a career high 30 points today 11 rebounds five assists three steals and that's i mean that's not typical but he's he's a 2010 and five kind of dude in his second year it's incredible to watch man you gotta if you're a big time nba fan you know about joe kick but if you're average fan just tune into denver nuggets one day and you're gonna see this fucking 6 11 7 foot center uh doing some crazy things with the ball behind the back passes no look no look assists i think all his assists are no look i think he chooses not to look ever i know man he's he's got some steph curry in him it's crazy he can hit the three he can block shots he can literally do it all joe kick the future one more thing here so uh prior to the season you, uh, your vote for sixth man of the year was Brandon Knight, and uh, well, we all see where that's going. Going to give you a quick chance to try and pick a second uh, sixth man of the year. Yeah, Brandon Knight, terrible pick. I don't know what the fuck the Suns are doing. I think they want to trade him. He was sixth man worthy last year, but this year, if, another if, if he's healthy, no questions asked, Eric Gordon. The man's averaging 17 a game. He's second in threes made behind Steph Curry. He's having the best year of his career after so many shitty, unfortunate injuries uh, holding him back ever since his breakout year on the Clippers. And uh, that Houston team's a joy to watch. So Eric Gordon's my pick. Lou Williams was all, it was between those two, but Lou Williams has been tailing off recently a little bit, and they're probably going to run their young guys a lot more down the stretch. So right now, I'm going Eric Gordon all the way. Bless up, EG. Keep hitting them trays, bro. Stay healthy, my dog. Y'all know when the rundown ends, sadly, the episode ends as well. Major shouts to the big dog, Mark Alpiard, and definitely thanks to the homies sending them emails and them audio notes. That's some real talk. Uh, Major shouts to Apples. Everyone listening, we love y'all, man. We ain't forget about y'all. It's a worldwide thing. It's a bond burner, all right? No, Andrew Gordon was a flip for Am and Vans.